Welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Let me ask you something. Have you ever asked yourself what do successful people have in common? Have you ever stopped to observe what do successful people do or don't? Well, today I'm going to focus on the latter and I'm going to share with you 12 things that I have observed successful people let go of in order to be successful. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. I'm sure you have heard the quote, success leaves clues. I recently heard it from Tony Robbins, and I realized that this is what I've been doing my entire life. See, I've always wanted to be successful, and in my mind, I had my own definition of success, which has changed over the years. Success looks different today than it did when I started my career, for example. But I've always strived for success, and in that striving for success, I've always have observed people around me. I've always been looking for role models. I always thought if someone can be successful, I can be successful too. I just need to figure out what is that they're doing in order to be successful. And see, I always focus on what is that they're doing. I always observe, I always ask questions, I always dig further to understand what were the things that they were doing that I wasn't. But I didn't really focus on what are the things that they're not doing that I am doing. And recently, the last couple of years, it hit me. I don't know how, when, why, but I started to realize that I have only have been focused on the things that they're doing. And I wasn't paying attention of the things that maybe they were not doing that I was and that I needed to stop doing in order to be successful. Because a lot of times we are our worst enemies. We are the only ones holding us back from achieving whatever that definition of success is for us. And I've talked about this before. I think success is subjective. I think as a society, we have an image of what success looks like. But ultimately, each one of us has our own vision, our own definition of what success looks and feels like. So I've been paying attention over the last couple of years of people that I deem as role models. I've always been very lucky to have lots of mentors along my career, along my life. 
people that I have reached to because there were things about them that I admire. And I knew that if I had them as my mentors, I would get that proximity that I needed to learn more about how they went about achieving what they did or develop the skills that they had that I so much admire and I wanted to develop on myself. So today I want to share with you 12 things that through conversations with some of these role models, with conversations with some of my mentors, through observation of people that I personally deem successful, I had find out that they don't do or they let go of that sometimes some of us, like me, we still hold on to and we are struggling to let go of. And maybe these are the things that are holding you and I back or me back from being successful. So let's dig in into these 12 things. The first one is thinking that you're not ready. No one is ever really ready to the big next thing in their lives. Starting a business, switching jobs, getting a promotion, becoming a parent. You just have to figure out things as you go. That isn't to say that you shouldn't have a knowledge base and a plan. See, this was a theme in every person that I talked to, in every mentor that I had. They were all vulnerable to share that they took risk. That maybe the thought came through their mind at one point that they were not ready but they did it anyways. They decided to trust themselves, even if they're not 100% ready, because they knew that they couldn't be 100% ready, that there is this leap of faith that you need to take and this risk that you need to take on yourself, but they did have the confidence that they would figure it out along the way. And I think that that's, that's the difference, right? A lot of us think that we need to be ready before we jump, that we need to be ready before we take on that opportunity or that we embark on that journey. And we will never be ready. We just need to trust that we can figure it out as we go. And for me, one thing that was very helpful is to look back in my life and in my career and look at all the things that I have accomplished. And every step that I took, I wasn't completely ready. In fact, one of the first big steps on my career I share with you, I was completely not ready at all. But someone thought that I have the capability to figure it out, which is very different than to think that I was ready. So that is number one. You need to let go of the thought that you're not ready. And you need to stop that thought from stopping you from taking the risk. And it feels uncomfortable. But then think about all the times in your life 
that you were not ready and you still figure it out. So I switch my belief from I'm not ready to I can figure it out. Okay, number two, breaking promises to both yourself and others. This is another thing that I have observed in successful people. They don't break promises to others, but especially to themselves. I think a lot of times it's easier to keep promises to others than it is to keep it to ourselves. And when you stop breaking promises to yourself, you build that muscle of self-confidence, that muscle of belief in yourself. How many times you have promised yourself that you will wake up earlier and work out or that you're going to go and do all these things. We tend to dream really big and we we tend to overestimate what we can do in a day. And then we're left frustrated and let down of ourselves because we broke our promise of all the things that we wanted to do. So I think sometimes it's also about setting reasonable promises, things that we know we can keep. Start small. One of my mentors told me when I asked him, how did they get to the point of being so disciplined? And he told me, you know, there are days that I am tempted not to do the things but I do them anyways. And he told me I broke it down in such small pieces that is easy for me to just do it. I make it harder to procrastinate than to do it. When you break those promises in small little promises, right? It's easier to keep them than to actually procrastinate and not do it. Make it painful when you break a promise. And reward yourself when you actually kept that promise to yourself. Number three, trying to live up to people's expectations. Oh my God, I'm sure a lot of people might relate to this one. But this is one that I've heard many times as I've talked to successful people. We live in a society that everyone has expectations on us. Our parents have expectations on us. Our teachers have expectations of us. Our bosses have expectations of us. Our teams have expectations of us. Our friends have expectations of us. Everyone has an expectation of us. The important question is, what do you expect of yourself? If you try to live up to everyone's expectations, you forget about your own because it's impossible to live up to everyone's expectations to begin with. And when you make your life about living up to other people's expectations, then you miss out on the life that you want to live and to live up to your own expectations. Number four, comparing yourself with others. Successful people look at others as means for inspiration. Their success, um, you know, think about successful people as a role model. Someone that 
have done something that you want to do and can potentially become a roadmap to help you avoid the same blocks and the same stumbles over and over again in your way to achieve success. But never look at those people as people that you need to imitate. You need to be your own self and you need to stop comparing yourself with others. The only person you should be competing with and comparing yourself with is yourself. Is that version of yourself of a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years ago? As long as you are getting better every day, every week, every month, every year, that's all that matters. That is the only point of comparison. And I've talked about this before in other podcast episodes, especially in the times that we live right now with social media. Because when you go and search for social media accounts, right, and you start comparing yourself, we don't compare ourselves just with one person, right? We compare this aspect with this person and that aspect with that person. We're picky on what we compare ourselves with and with who. And the thing is that we're only com- we're comparing our entire life to one picture. We're comparing our entire life to just the highlights of someone's life. And in everyone's life, there are highlights and there are lowlights. And if you're comparing your lowlight with someone's highlight or you're comparing your mile one with someone's mile 100, that is not fair. That's only going to leave you frustrated. That's only going to let you feeling that you're not good enough. And it's going to let you to give up because you're never going to be good enough. You're never going to be smart enough, pretty enough, thin enough, successful enough. Look at others for inspiration. Look at role models as people that you can learn from. As I said at the beginning, success leaves clues. Go find out successful people and learn how they did it. So it gives you the inspiration and the roadmap so you can pave your own, right? Okay, Um, number five, trying to do everything by yourself. This is one that I continue to work on um, in just being okay to ask for help and advice. A lot of times we believe, and I personally do this, I believe that I reach out for help or I reach out to get advice, I feel like other people are going to see that as a sign of weakness. But it's totally the opposite. See, when you ask for help, when you ask for advice, you're taking a shortcut to success. It's okay to be vulnerable and ask for help and ask for advice. You can even hire someone to take some of your burden off of your shoulders. And even if you can't hire someone for certain things, you have a whole network of friends, of family, of colleagues that I'm sure, even if we think differently, that they will be happy to help you because they care about you. You can be successful if you try to do everything by yourself. 
You need to focus on certain things and delegate others and ask for help in other areas. You're not supposed to be good at everything or you're not supposed to do it all because there's just not enough time in the day to do it all. All these people that I deem as successful, they have a whole, a whole support system around them. They have people that help them take care of their kids when they have to go somewhere, or they have someone that helps them clean their house, or they have someone that they can delegate a task at at work, or they have someone that takes care of whatever. They have a whole network of, of support behind them. And there's been for a long time this taboo in our society about admitting that we have help. Because again, we, we have thought for some strange reason that that is a sign of weakness, that we are supposed to do it all. Back to leaving to other people's expectations, right? Sometimes we believe that it's expected of us that we do it all. But that is just our assumption and our interpretation most of the times. Yeah, people have expectations of you. Your boss has expectations of you at work. But that doesn't mean that he or she expects you to do it all. He expects the job to be done. But not necessarily that you do it all. Very different. Very related to this, number six, trying to be perfect. You need to let go of trying to be perfect. We need to realize that everyone fails sometimes. A successful people is one who keeps getting up until eventually life stops knocking them down. See, all these people that I talk to and that I look up to, they have failed many times. And the thing is, because we're only focused on the things that they've done good or great, the things that we admire, we don't pay attention to the times that they fall, the times that they made mistakes. But every mentor that I had, they all have shared with me mistakes that they've made. And they've been very vulnerable to admit that they have failed. But I did the other day an episode on rewriting your rules, and I talked about rewriting our own definition of success and failure. And failure doesn't mean that you fail. Failure means that you don't, you stop trying, period. So trying to be perfect will only keep you from making the mistakes and writing the learning curve that you need in order to reach your success. You need to let go of perfection because I personally came to that conclusion that perfection is utopia. It doesn't exist. Everything can be done better. And someone will. It just has to be done. You just need to start, even if it's messy, even if it's imperfect. Because all those imperfect things or those imperfect decisions or those imperfect projects and outcomes and activities and all that imperfection is helping you learn 
how to get better. Number seven, procrastination. Um, I think that is one thing that all these people that I've looked up to, that I talked to, well, they struggle with procrastination because we all do, right? It will be irrealistic to believe that there are people that don't procrastinate at all. But they don't let procrastination be the reason behind them not meeting or reaching their goals. You might struggle with procrastination one day. I read on the book Atomic Habits, right? When you're trying to develop a habit, if you miss once, life happens. We all miss one time doing something. The important thing is don't miss, don't miss two on a row. James Clear talks about it on Atomic Habits. By the way, one of my favorite books in the entire world. But this is one thing that successful people have in common. They let go of procrastination. They realize that motivation doesn't show up to the party every day. We all believe if I just had more motivation, you don't need more motivation. You just need to do it even when you don't want to do it and to stop procrastinating. And by the way, um, the podcast episode that has had the most downloads in the entire history of the Leading Yourself podcast is a podcast episode I did on how to stop procrastinating. So here's what I'm going to do. On the show notes of this podcast episode, I'm going to put a link to that episode I did where I share my tips on how to stop procrastinating. But think about it. This might be the theme that is holding you back from achieving your goals, from being successful, whatever success looks like for you. Okay, moving on to number eight, being overly self-critical. I felt like this one was directed to me because I am my worst critic all the time. I have the highest expectations of myself than anybody else. I'm always focusing on what can I do better? What can I improve? What can I learn? I'm always searching for feedback. And when I get the results of the feedback, I go directly to look, what is the lowest ratings? What are the things that I need to improve? What are the things that I need to change? And I think that can be a blessing and it can be a curse, right? I did not say don't be self-critical. I said, don't be overly self-critical. Don't be the person that is beating you down to the point that you give up, to the point that you feel that you can't do something. Yes, it's important that you're self-aware and that you reflect. I believe that self-awareness is the foundation for personal growth. That you need to be self-aware, that you need to be critical of yourself to demand more of yourself. So you're constantly pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and striving to try, even if you fail, that you're striving to try different things until you get to the end goal. But don't be overly self-critical because you run the risk of shutting yourself down. Number nine, blaming others for your problems. 
this is one of my pit peeves, I have to say. When I work with people, that is never their fault, that they're always blaming other people for everything. And maybe that is because very early in my career, when I was just starting my career, I read the book, talking about books, my favorite book of the whole world, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And habit number one talked about being proactive. And when I went into reading the book or taking the class, for me, being proactive was taking initiative. But the way that Dr. Covey talks about being proactive is taking accountability for your actions, for your decisions, for your problems. Maybe that's why this is one thing that when I see others blaming others for their own problems, um, that really frustrates me. And this is something that all successful people have in common. They are accountable. They are proactive. They take ownership for their own problems. They're not shy to say, it was me. I mess it up. It's my issue. It's my error. They take accountability for their actions and for their decisions and they stop blaming others for their problems. And I think we all sometimes do, right? It's not like all of these things are not an all or nothing. I wanna make sure I say this because you might be thinking, well, sometimes, yeah, there's always that sometimes, but in general, right? Which is, what is your attitude towards you look at problems? Are you constantly blaming others? Or are you taking accountability for your actions and your decisions? Number 10, playing it safe. If you want to be successful, you need to let go of playing it safe and you need to start taking some risk. And actually, as I was preparing to record the podcast episode today, I had an idea for an episode that I wanted to record it instead of this one that I was going to call your plan B is holding you back. And maybe I'll still do a full podcast episode on this topic. But I think a lot of times we always need our safety net in every step along the way. Think about it. When you made that last big move, maybe you switch your jobs or you were thinking about starting your own business and leave your corporate job or you wanted to go and tell someone something in their face, but then you stop and you were like, ah, oh, maybe I don't want to do that because it might be too risky. You are afraid of the consequences if what you do doesn't go right and you need that safety net. And I believe in having a plan B. I'm not stupid, but sometimes what I'm saying is that having a plan B might be holding you back from taking that bold risk, that bold move that you need to take you to success. Number 11, doubting yourself. We kind of touched on this one before, but self-doubt is one thing that you need to let go of if you want to be successful because self-doubt will always hold you back 
from stepping outside of your comfort zone, from trying new things, from taking risk, from just trying. And number 12, holding on to relationships that bring you down. I've talked about this one before in different contexts. But have you ever stopped to think about who are the people that you're surrounding yourself with? And what are they adding of subtracting to your life? A lot of times we are fearful of letting go of relationships that are holding us back. Or when I talk about relationships, I'm not necessarily talking about your family, but I'm talking about people you interact with on a regular basis, maybe friends, maybe colleagues. Um, but sometimes it can be family too, to be honest. But I think it's just a matter of who are you surrounding yourself with? And are those people bringing you down or lifting you up? And sometimes I think, and I figure this out, you change. We all change. Over the years, you become a different version of yourself. For good, for bad, or indifferent. And as you go into new stages of your life or as you are focusing on different things, are you surrounding yourself with people that are bringing you up? With people that are going to make it easier for you to succeed in what you're trying to do? I used this example before in other podcast episodes, but let's say that your goal, success for you looks like running a marathon. And all the people, all the friends that you have, that you hung out with, they have zero interest in running. They would rather go on after work to the bar and drink a beer and eat some pizza than train and run. They all are night owls. They like to wake up late. They have no interest in exercising. You're just making it harder on yourself to actually be ready to run that marathon. Instead, the smart thing to do would be to, and I'm not saying you need to unfriend your friends, but spend more time with people that like you are runners, that people like, like you are training for a marathon. The person that is going to text you at five or six in the morning to tell you, let's go out and train. The person that is going to be sharing tips with you on how to increase your endurance. People that on their weekends, they're going to go out with you and run. Are you making it harder on yourself to succeed? Think about it. In order to make it easier for you to succeed, you need to be intentional about the people that you surround yourself with. And make sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that bring you up, that lift you up. And try to spend less time with those that bring you down. Okay, those are the 12 things that over the years, last couple of years, I have observed successful people have in common. And again, not things that they necessarily do, but things that they let go of in order to be successful. 
I hope that this is helpful and it gets you thinking about what might be holding you back from achieving your version of success right now. Maybe it's one of these 12 things, maybe it's something else. But I think this gives you a good starting point to think about what might be and what can you do to let go of those things. Okay, as always, I'm going to ask you a big favor. If you like today's podcast episode, share it with a friend or share it in, po- in social media. If you do share it in social media, please tag me. You can find me as Leading Yourself Podcast. I want to personally thank you for spreading the word of the podcast. And before I say goodbye, stay tuned because I have a little surprise coming soon here on the Leading Yourself podcast. But until then, I hope you have an amazing week ahead and I will talk to you next time here in the Leading Yourself podcast.